Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. Ain't nothing but against the party. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. Well, you know what? We're talking about D-bags off the air. <clears throat> we got do email Doka. We're going to do that first. Okay, and then we'll yeah, do and okay. then we'll get into some of the other yeah. stuff. We got email Doka we got to hear from because we're Rockets head. And I, I was not calling him. Email I did not talk no, about. No, 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 no. You were going to start on the Trevor Bauer thing. So we will we will get to that in the next no, segment. No, no, but, no, no, no. You insulted him a little bit. No, no, no. no, no. Boy, you no, one he I, wasn't. He actually was. There's only he one. He wanted to switch it up to Trevor Bauer when we teased Emei Odoka. Yeah, so yeah. There's only what, one Bavarian what. here. Right. There's one Bavarian here. Okay, right. so okay. Yesterday, okay. the Rockets. By the way, Reggie Bullock is a Houston Rocket. So uh, big ups to the Rockets for adding to the. And that's a guy who who could po- quite possibly. I tell you what, this rotation. Hey, Kevin Porter Jr. is out of it. Um, and Rafael Stone made that clear yesterday. We'll hear from him as well. But you know Reggie Bullock is a 32-year-old veteran yeah, player. Yeah. To add some veteran, everyone wants veterans on the on the on the roster. This is the kind of guy you go. They've got this year. This 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 team is not what you've been watching the last couple of years. No. They've got veterans. They've got they've got hardworking. They've got defensive players. They've got they've yeah. I mean, this is going to be a lot different look. They've got a coach who one of the players said, "Oh yeah, he's pretty stern." Oh yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see. This ain't Steven Silas anymore. We ain't got Steven Silas. The country club is closed. Good, good. So, so Jalen Green, Jalen Green is going to be interesting because Jalen Green is a, a, a talent. He's a guy who averages over twenty points a game. He is a guy who's a star, second overall pick. He's a guy who, though needs to really change his game this year. Here's Ime Odoka talking about Jalen Green and his game. You know, he's a natural scorer, but we want him to do everything. And you have that ability to defend. You have the ability to get to where you want on the court. And it's not only for yourself, it's making others better around you. And so the natural growth in this, you know, his progression will be big. Um, you know, 22 points a game in your second season shows your ability to score. But uh, we want all of our guys in general, but a guy that's as talented as him to be more well-rounded, and that'll be the challenge for him. So this is going to be interesting. And then, you know what? Here's the thing. is KPJ averaged 19, right? KPJ can score. KPJ, the plan was for KPJ to be on the floor uh, with, with Fred Van Vliet. Yeah. If Jalen Green doesn't change his ways, Ime Odoka ain't putting up with you ain't playing no defense. Ime Odoka ain't pl- putting up with you ain't playing team ball. Ime Odoka ain't, ain't, if you're not making everybody better around you, he just talked about that. Ime Odoka is about team basketball, and it's going to be interesting to see how Jalen fits in. Now, you're bringing in a Reggie Bullock as opposed to a KPJ because KPJ is gone. And Reggie Bullock, like you said, he is gonna, 32 years old. Um, he's got, he's been all over the league. Uh, he ever, you know, he can, he's a 42% field goal percentage guy. 
Um, he is a 38-plus a three-point percentage guy. Uh, he's a guy that average, he's averaging seven points a game. He's, he's a, only been three, four times as he averaged double digits. He's a spot-up shooter. He'll yeah. be a, if he gets in the rotation, he'll be a guy who you use your – I can fully see him being in the rotation. Yeah, he'll be a guy who will will benefit off of other guys' creation. He'll take well. He played in Dallas, so he knows about. Not that this will be an offense where we just stand around around one central player like it was in Dallas, but he knows he has to take his opportunities, and he'll be playing off of others. He won't create for himself. It's not his game, but he'll he'll try to defend. And if he gets open looks, you expect him to knock him down. If he's over thirty eight percent, that's something very much needed for this Rockets team, who doesn't really have a lot of knockdown shooters. Yep. So, he's taking KPJ's place, basically. Well, he, ro- certainly roster spot, but as far as what right. they bring, they're different players. Um, I imagine you'll see, maybe maybe it opens up a chance for Cam Whitmore to get more time to be a, cr- a creator on ball because you you lose one of those guys. Right. Well, right, 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 right. Well, there was an, it, was, it was interesting how they were going to work in Thompson, how they were going to work in... Whitmore, how they're going to work in how they're going to work in KPJ. Can you mark this how, at eight ten? Ahmed Thompson is going to be one of the best draft picks in recent history for the Houston Rockets. Are we going to learn that this year? Two thousand. How long? How long will it take for us to learn that? Two years. By year two, we'll be start. We'll start going. Oh, and by year four, it'll Hmm. be locked in. This kid's person. The more I read and the more videos I watch about him, he and his brother are built differently than what we're used to seeing with young players. They are extremely focused. They, defense means a lot to them. They don't. This is not about lifestyle for the for the players. This is about they love ball. The, I, I, all this talk about Amen Thompson's athleticism before the draft, and you see the videos. The more you watch, it's insane his ability to get to the hole. I think that I just think he's built a little different mentally, and I think his game is a great the length, the ability to play laterally, the ability to play vertically. I think Amen Thompson with Ime Udoka is going to end up being an incredibly uh, important mm. player. And I think Jabari Smith, who is never going to be a star, I think his ability to fit in now with this other type of team, he is going to pay such dividends now when he just has to defend. He's going to play for a coach that he likes. Like, Udoka is the perfect personality for Jabari Smith. Jabari is not about going to the strip yeah. clubs. Jabari's about... Man, I just want to defend yep. my. You know, he had his dad that was a hardcore, was a player, and was always on his ass. Must from have the been so impossible for Jabari to play on that team last year because it was against everything that he Grew stood up with. for. Is yeah, at Auburn. I mean, everything, everything, See, everything. I'm in as like that as well. The the Thompson brothers are like that as well. The Thompson twins. Well, and it's like listen, I mean, one guy. That there's one holdover from that, you know, we play as you will, screw defense, all that, and that's Jalen Green. Well, there's Jalen Green's got something to prove. Well, there's two. There's the big man too. Well, Alperin, yeah, well, Alperin, he's not a defensive guy. Listen, he's not. Listen, but Alperin puts a lot more effort into it. He's just not good at it. Jayshon on the roster anymore. Jay Sean's yeah, on the Jay roster still. still. I, I like but Jay, Jay Sean's Sean mentality. But Jay Sean was an effort guy too. No, I like I, I like Jay Sean's mentality. You got KJ Martin is gone, and I liked him as a player. But he, you know the people at the Rockets maybe know him a lot better because yeah. they were okay with letting yeah. him go. Who else was left? KPJ can't KPJ come back gone. here. No, he's gone. He's gone. Yeah. Well, and well, here, did he get cut when I was gone? Listen to Rafael yesterday. He got actually it was official. 
Here's Rafael Stone. It didn't listen. It, he it was official yesterday, but it happened a, lo- a while ago that KPJ was no longer a guy they really, really, really like. I know this in the organization; they really liked KPJ. He was persona non grata as soon as the the uh, the, uh, the story came out about what happened. Let me start by making a brief statement about Kevin Porter Jr. Um, the allegations against him are deeply troubling. Going back uh, a few weeks, as soon as I heard the allegations, I informed his representatives that he could not be part of the Houston Rockets. They understood, and he has not been with the team or around the team or had any interaction with the team since that time and will not be at media day today or in training camp. As it relates to everything else, these are matters that under the CBA are handled by the league, not the team. And what's left for the team to do is to evaluate the step, the best steps for our organization um, that remain in compliance with the league domestic violence policy. So the Rockets just had to cut bait, that's all. And and rightfully so. There was no way he could come back. Honestly, I didn't want him back from a basketball standpoint anyway, but this is, I mean, this went to a different level. KPJ's facing a lot. Um, so we'll have to wait and see on this, though, because Trevor Bauer faced a lot. And we will talk about that on the other side. Yeah. Here yeah. on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Yeah, that's fine. You let it play out. Well, we do need to talk about this because it's yep. popping up more and more and more. Well, he um, Trevor Bauer finally came out publicly because he was able to because the lawsuits ended. We'll talk about it on the other side right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Right now we're talking about Chastain Ford. Chastain Ford is the best way for you to get into that Ford car or truck. I I love Chastain Ford. You're going to love Chastain Ford. Chastain Ford is where I've gotten my last two vehicles. I'll get all my vehicles from them. And they've got a great deal going on right now with the – they got a Mach-E – the Mach E you can lease right now for only four forty nine a month, zero percent for sixty months, or zero percent for sixty months plus two thousand dollars bonus cash. This is a deal. This is a great starter car. Okay, those are the kind of things when you get zero percent for sixty months, or you're only paying four forty nine a month. That is a great way for your kid to start and and, and learn how to how to drive in a great vehicle that they're going to love. The F one fifty up to fifty fifteen thousand dollars off. Uh, for their 2023 Ford F-150 trucks. They have in stock and ready to be delivered. I was on the lot, as a matter of fact, this week and or, or last week, and they've got so many vehicles right now that you're ready to choose from. If you want to order it and customize it exactly how you want it, that's what they'll do. They will not try to add on. They will not try to. They will not mark up. They will never do that because they want you to have the vehicle exactly as you want it. You've got the most trustworthy worthy dealership. They're going to service it. They're going to take care of you. You're going to be part of the Chastain family as soon as you walk through the door. You're looking for the best way to get into a Ford car, truck, or pre-owned vehicle, ChastainFord.com on 610 at Homestead, not Hempstead, five minutes from downtown Chastain Ford. ESPN 975.com. You need to learn. Let the boy watch. He needs to learn the way I learned from my father. (laughs) 
Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's time to rejoin the undisputed best sports talk show in Houston. It's clearly John and Lance, except no substitutes. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. If you haven't seen it yet, Trevor Bauer came out with a video in which he is able to explain his side of the story. He hasn't been able to. He's been out since COVID. Am I right? Has it been? Has, is it going on three years, Dell? Is it 21? I, I got. I'd have to look up his stats. But he went to Japan last uh, last season, this past season, this season, and uh, he just blew up. He started really well, but he pitched so poorly that he was cut by their team. And um, he has not been able to. He has been somebody despised. He was with the Dodgers. He had an, uh, an alleged incident with a female, which she put out pictures of being be- beat up and choked out. And her story was so so egregious it was so egregious what he had allegedly done that he was he was untouchable the dodgers had to release him he had so much money on the on the books and they had to pay him but they couldn't bring him into the locker room the well, players could, no, didn't want him anywhere remember near they him. didn't release him he kept rolling for like 2 years where well, they no, could yeah right they paid him yeah no yeah they had to pay they him they had to pay him they didn't release he just yeah. didn't he just was still on the he was on some kind of suspended list Remember the right. the commissioners, and, and let's be fair. To be honest, look, I don't like, I don't particularly care for Trevor Bauer. I think he's he's kind of an a hole. He's very smarmy. However, I, I always want the truth. If he was a, if somebody is a rapist or somebody is domestic violence or somebody is, or, or somebody's extorting, you know, they're blackmailing. I just want the truth to come out. Whether it's somebody, you know, you never want it to be somebody you like, but if it's somebody that you hate and you want bad things for them even though you know it's not the truth, you need to look in the mirror. You're not a very good person, yeah. even if you think you are. I only want the truth to be out there. And what it looks like, if we've got the audio, I think we need to listen to the audio of what Trevor Bauer says because I didn't know. You know, of course, like anybody, I've got my opinion thinking, man, it looks bad. It looks like he, there's more than one accuser. And then I listened to this video that he has. Now, I know he never got found guilty of anything. Well, he, he was playing no, in he, Japan. Uh, he, he was never charged. He and went, by the way, Deshaun was never charged either. Yeah. So it's an important. Yeah. You no, have to mention a, that too. It, it absolutely is. Um, did you pick? Did you pick a soundbite? He has receipts from her. He has text messages from her phone, in which she says, "I'm going to his house Wednesday. I already have my hooks in. He's worth fifty-one million. You got. He's you gonna, got, you gonna the play sound. That? You got all of that. We'll sound? play all of Trevor Bauer sound here, and it's important. Just because this is an, it's a very interesting story. We've seen court of public opinion. I, I was really had my eyes open to the Matterizer situation because it looked really bad. It was well, he's the punter about, from the Bills. For yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, he was a punter. He was the punt god from San Diego State. Had like multiple seventy yard punts, all this stuff, okay. right? And then he got draft, drafted by the Bills. But then this information come out, came out that he was accused of being part of a gang rape. And then everyone. I mean, Pat McAfee slammed him. Everyone slammed him as being, you know, it looks like this information looks like it's true and he's horrible and all that. Um, and so, yeah. 
Turned out to be false. So it turned out to be false information. It turned out that she he was not even there for they had consensual sex and then he left and then she was like the the information was so bad that the DA said, Hey, I've got video and I've got audio of you, I've got eyewitnesses, I can't charge Matterizer. You you didn't you weren't So so now this three minute video by Trevor Bauer is pretty it's almost four minutes, is pretty Wow, it's pretty eye-opening as to where this thing really was and the false accusations toward him. Here's some of Trevor Bauer uh, from this video yesterday. Next victim, star pitcher for the Dodgers. A text Lindsay Hill sent to a friend before she ever even met me. What should I steal, she asked another, in reference to visiting my house for the first time. The answer? Take his money. So how might that work? I'm going to his house Wednesday, she said. I already have my hooks in. You know how I roll. Then, after the first time we met, net worth is 51 mil, she said. Bitch, you better secure the bag, was the response. Uh, but, but how was she going to do that? Need daddy to choke me out, she said. Being an absolute whore to try to get in on his 51 million, read another text. Uh, then, after the second time we met, former Padres pitcher Jacob Nix told her, you got to get this bag. I'll give you 50,000, Lindsay replied. Her AA sponsor asked her at one point, do you feel a tiny bit guilty? Not really, she replied. Since then, her legal team has approached me multiple times about coming to a financial settlement. But as I have done since day one, I refuse to pay her even a single cent. Uh, In August of 2021, Lindsay Hill's claims were heard in court. And during those legal proceedings, critical information was deliberately and unlawfully concealed from me and my legal team. Uh, Information like this video which was taken by Lindsay Hill herself the morning after she claimed she was brutally attacked. Okay, this is her lying in bed, and she, he's sleeping, and he's got, what are those, the, the eye? The Sleep mask. mask. Sleeping yeah. mask on, and she's, she, her face is, nothing is wrong with her and everything else, and this was the day that she accused him of beating well, she's her. she's smiling right? into the camera. And she's smiling into the camera, and, and it's, it's really, it's really damn, listen, <laughs> Trevor Bauer has gone through hell because of this woman over the last couple of three years now, and and undeservedly so. Will he pitch again in the majors? We shall see. But it that is just horrible that he's had to go through this because of this woman who's just trying to secure the bag, quote unquote. Yeah, and he he let out he put out the video yesterday because it appears legal proceedings are over she sued him he, well he sued her because of you know defamation all that stuff she countersued they agreed not to they agreed to drop the lawsuits no money's being exchanged either way um this was his uh, finally a chance to respond publicly right and and this is what he so did the gag order yeah. was uh, was was taken off now. Yes. well it's not only that some some important information that we need to know is that he had to sue. Count when he was able to sue, he was able to get documents. He was able to get her phone. Oh, yeah, right. And so once he sued, that's when he got all this information, and that needs to be made public as well. Look, if you're going to, if you're going to witch hunt, and, and I'm not saying if he's guilty of stuff, then he's guilty. If the other accusers are right, and he's then he should be found guilty of that. If they, you know, there's other accusers as well. In this particular case, it really looks like it was. Mm-hmm. It really looks like a railroading. But he got all this information because of his lawsuit. She had to hand over the data, and she wasn't able. She wasn't able to stifle because they settled with no money for either sides. She was not able to enact any type of gag, gag order. No, no. She did. She wasn't able yeah, to. Right, right. All right. Uh, when we come back, Dan Holgerson going to join us here on ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five. 
Uh, he will be here to talk about last week and what's coming up this week for them Cougs. Right now, though, you're talking about Daspit. I'm talking about John Daspit because John Daspit is talking about helping you. I mean, he helps people throughout the, the coastal areas. A lot of times that's where a lot of his clients come from. They, they may come from offshore accidents, refineries. That's a big part of it. But, you know, it also happens just people who are in, in bad car accidents. It happens with people who have been hit by 18-wheelers. It happens with accidents at the workplace. And just know this, that John Daspit is going to fight hard for you. He and his team of lawyers are going to fight for every penny you have coming to you to make sure that you can pay your hospital bills, that you get taken care of with the, the time that you miss um, from, you know, from the workplace, your physical therapy bills, that's part of it as well, and any pain and suffering that you've gone through because there are some people who are going to be injured, and unfortunately, it's going to stay with you. That injury, even with all the physical therapy you get to try to help it out, you're still going to have to live with pain, and it wasn't even your fault. Sometimes there's loss of life that has to be accounted for, unfortunately. So John Daspit is that name to remember. Go to the website uh, or just Google his name, Daspit, Daspit Law Firm, and you can do it that way. But go to DaspitLaw.com. You get there directly or call 713-CALL-NOW. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, home of old Greg. I know what you're thinking. Here comes old Greg. He's a scaly manfish. I'm old Greg. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, bye week, so maybe that's why we're not getting able to get a hold of Dana. Although they do play on Thursday. Maybe he's going to do... Would you want to come on right now if it's, if you got a bye week coming up? Yeah. No, I'm taking a bye week from the station. Well, I, you know, no one should take a bye week from our station, ever. Lance just Jimbo did. did. You, no, he was listening to us while he was in Germany. Oh, I was just seeing what was happening on Twitter. People were hitting me with, this 14-year-old girl is going to take your job. I'm like, I ain't letting a 14-year-old girl take my job. Well, Alyssa's pretty good. No, she's pretty she sharp. was pretty good. She is pretty sharp, though. Uh, I mean, And then I started getting followed by her, tough. I guess, but I don't know if that's a fake account. Yeah, I don't know So I couldn't follow is. back. I'm like, okay, this is going to look bad. Yeah, she was in our mentions, yes, maybe Friday or yesterday. Yeah, but it could easily be yeah, like yesterday. one of I don't know who that was, though. Creating a fake account, but... Um, Jimbo used to never come on when he had a, and then he just stopped coming on at all. But Jimbo didn't come on when he had bye weeks, remember? No, but this is a weird bye week because they play on Thursday next week. Still a bye week. So, right. They got Saturday off, but they play Thursday. I think I'd and rather. And then they play again the following Saturday. I like that. I'd rather do that. Yeah, I'd rather do this that This is too. perfect. Because then a you got. A lot more prep time, but not too much. Right. You know. In three weeks, you play basically one game. And two, two weeks games. you play. You play three ga- three weeks. You play two games. Well, you got you got this Saturday off. Then you got no. In three weeks, you play one game. Well, I mean, you go from this. You go from this week. You're off. Then the next week you get Thursday, and then the next week you play on Saturday. It's three weeks. You got one game. No, you play on the Saturday. Right, 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 right. But I mean, basically, you've got about twenty days of one game. You, it, and then you got the game on that following 21. Saturday. 21. Right, right, yeah, I right, mean, right, right, right. You're data dredging. Right. No, I'm not data dredging. Yeah, you are. It's, it's a good way to go about it, but it also, well, I guess you're still going to give the kids the Saturday and Sunday off. 
you know, the coaching staff gets a little bit of a break. But you got an early, then you got a then you got a short week to get ready for that Thursday game. Um, but you know, they need it. They need it defensively is what they need. If you want to know the truth, um, this is a good time for this for this break to come. A Thursday night game at TDECU Stadium next Thursday, West Virginia. I don't know how many West Virginia people will be here, but. You know, it's a, you know, there's a, a lot of ties with Dana, West Virginia. You know, let's go get on out there a Thursday night. Hopefully, it's going to be a, it's going to be a nice night for football. It's mm-hmm. a Thursday night. That'll be that'll be fun. That'll be good. That'll be fun. We'll have a few Coors Lights that night. So, uh, I mean, not that we can't have Coors Lights anyway. I, I think, but you should you should have even, even game no game doesn't matter what it is. Uh, what we need is a, a win, though. We need the defense to play much better. We need special teams to play much better. You score the, the initial touchdown, a beautiful drive, and then they return the kick for a touchdown. That's awful. That is just awful. And then you know you're kicking ass, and you're and then you get one drive where you don't where you have to punt. They block the punt and score a touchdown. Uh-huh. I mean, that's awful. And for the most part, most of the game. You were trailing by a lot of the second half. You're trailing by two touchdowns, which is the difference in the, those those special teams touchdowns were the difference in the game. So, yeah, oh, it's huge. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. Well, so, your defense. He's got your defense has got to play better though. I mean, it's just that is just uh, it's unacceptable. The last two years, a defense has been unacceptable. Truth be told, so it is it is uh, it is something that that they really really need to, and they got some. They got some good players. They got some good players. The kid from Oklahoma that they picked up, you know, the corners aren't bad. The, you know, Caesar's a pretty good pass rusher. Um, and their linebackers are okay. It's just, I don't know what's going on. They need to, they have to, have to, have to play better defensively. For whatever reason, it just hasn't been the case over the last couple of years for them. Um, 713-780-3776. So I imagine we're going to talk to Dana next uh, Tuesday before that game. And uh, and so we will pass on this week a bye week here. If you want to get in, 713-780-3776 is the number. We haven't heard from D'Amico yet. D'Amico met the media yesterday. And the offensive line now, how about the way that they've played? There's a chance Tunsil comes back. Yeah. Titus Howard back. Juice Scruggs. I'm telling you something. We really need to play some of these sound bites because – you know, Will Anderson talked about. Will Anderson's got a different mindset. It's one of the reasons I'd like to see more sacks. You know, more pressures. But I love Will Anderson's mentality. I love the mentality that he brings to the table, and what I think Nick Casario and, and and maybe more importantly, D'Amico Ryan's did was they did a great job of of a. So I can tell you this: there was a little, there was a little bit of an issue. Um, there was a little bit of an issue in the, in the pre-draft between. It was a simple thing, Bobby Slowick and. And and C.J. Stroud had a little, a little back and forth where it got a little contentious during the draft meeting. I heard this from someone close to C.J. I heard it from somebody uh, with two other people in organizations who heard that from C.J. It's it happened. It's not a big deal. Sometimes teams press you and they want to see how you respond and all that. I don't want to blow it. I don't want to blow it out of proportion. But it did make me at the time think. Okay, I don't think that the Texans are going to be looking at C.J. Stroud. I think that's – and that's one of the reasons I said that when I said it at the draft time because I thought that might be a, a big issue. Guess what? They drafted him anyway. They drafted him second, and I love their interaction between he and uh, 
You see him hugging on the sideline, Bobby Slowick and and C.J. Stroud. Um, the, I never had any doubt that the offense would be good for C.J. Stroud. If he was going to have a chance to succeed, it would be because of this offense, because this offense is really, really favorable for quarterbacks. You were watching some of it uh, on a YouTube clip, John, where they were breaking down some of the offensive concepts, weren't you, mm-hmm. for C.J. Stroud? And it's it's really a good offensive concept. It's wonderful. And I tell you what, Bobby Sloak has done a hell of a job, and C.J. Stroud has done a hell of a job being coachable. And that was one of the concerns about him coming out was there was some stuff out there uh, that was accurate about he would only listen to his head coach, Ryan Day, and really didn't interact much with his coordinator. Just didn't, you know, he was like, and some teams wanted to know, hey, are, are you, you know, are you going to be coachable? Because this is a head coach, is a defensive coach, D'Amico Ryans. And you know what? Has not been an issue. <laughs> now, if anything, C.J. Stroud has been very coachable, has understood not to give the ball away, um, has worked well in this offense. He and Bobby uh, Slowick look like they're working great together. So they hit on that. It looks like it. I mean, it looks like it. It's, it's very favorable so far. You never like to lock anything in stone after four games. It looks very favorable. And then Will Anderson's the kind of guy you want to change the personality of the defenses. And so you had to get the right guys in there. The same thing that the Rockets are trying to do. Get the right guys in here. Yeah, talent comes first. Rockets needed more talent. And they've been building it. The Texans need a talent, but they can add it more quickly through an NFL draft than an NBA draft. But getting the right guys in the locker room, and you look at Odoka, and you look at D'Amico Ryan's, and man, it's amazing how the, how it these two changes. teams it how these two teams mirror each other so much. Yeah, so, I, I think at least I think they. So do. D'Amico met the media yesterday, and and and. He is. He has changed. We think he has changed this culture, right? It just is different this year. Uh, the first couple of games were like, oh, same old Texans. They just can't win football games. And then they went to Jacksonville. And then, then Pittsburgh comes in and you put 30 on them. You, you beat them by 24 points. And it's like, wow, what in the heck? This is just different. And he's got a, still got a lot of young players. There's a nice little blend, though, of veterans who appear to be – but. But here's D'Amico talking about coaching young players. I love coaching young players right, because that's where I see you can get the most growth out of a guy. And guys are in tune and listening to what you're asking them to do. And they take it to heart. And these guys having their right mindset that they want to grow, they want to continue to get better. And they're not closed off to teaching or closed off to getting better. If guys have that mindset, right, we can help them. And I'm encouraged to help guys get better and play their best. And, yeah, we've had success in the past with those guys, and hopefully we can have success here, you know, with our young guys. But I'm, it's been pleased, I've been pleased with our young guys. And, I mean, Henry, Christian, Petrie, just to see the growth of those guys. It's, it's fun to coach these guys because, they first and foremost, they love football and they want to get better. So, for me, that's all I need, guys that listen, guys that want to get better. And I'm all in and helping these guys as much as I can. That's good stuff. A guy who's been here a little bit and has shown flashes but really hasn't put it all together. Uh, let's do number 10, Dell. instead. Let's do number 10. Is Jonathan Grinard. A couple of sacks uh, the other day mm-hmm. and against the Steelers. Yeah, he, he, he is just very quietly. He's been a really steady piece. Yeah. And, and you know what? You've got Will Anderson on one side. Grenard on the other. You got Ridgeway back now. You got Sheldon Rankins. You got Malik Collins in the middle. It it's 
it's starting to come together a little bit. I mean, I know it was Kenny Pickett well, at least we'll and see their offense and Matt Canada. No, but, but we'll see but, what but, it's supposed to look like. Like, now we got – you want Stingley back, but that's probably not going to happen for a while. If you get your offensive line back and, and, and Petrie's back and Jimmy Ward, like – Well, look at the difference Petrie made. I mean, you just go, oh, well, you got a couple of safeties out. No, 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 no. Those guys are playmakers. Petrie was making plays on Sunday. Petrie is a difference maker. And when you get good players back, when Stingley comes back, when Tunsil comes back, when Howard comes back, I mean, it's going to be like, oh, my goodness, this is different. Even though it, the, the offensive line was fine. Here's Jonathan Grenard on what the difference is from this year as compared to years past. The difference this year and obviously years past, well, specifically last year, um, was just let the plays come to me instead of me just trying to do too much, you know, in a sense. Because within the system, he lets us go. You know, if we get off and do our read our keys or do we access every time, the play should fall to us. And I think, you know, maybe years prior, I, I specifically speaking for myself, I felt like I was out there trying to just do everything or do too much. And then, like, you see the guys we got now, we got a, a huge supporting cast everywhere. And I think that that's just the main thing mentally to just say, hey, look, just play the game and let the plays come to you. You go out there doing things, you know, for the wrong reason or with the wrong intention. You know, it, don't, it only not just bites you, but it bites the whole team. So I just think that, I mean, we just bind into the system and believe in it. And um, those plays are starting to happen for us. Interesting. You got to play within the defense. You know, it bit Micah Parsons. Not this past weekend, but the weekend before against the Cardinals, they ran for whatever two what hundred some yards against them, and they ran right at Micah Parsons because they knew Micah Parsons was coming up the field. Mm-hmm. Micah Parsons was—I'm not saying he was playing, you know, uh, selfish ball, but uh, you know they knew the only way to go, the, the best way to run at the cow, at the Cowboys is run right at Micah Parsons because he's coming up the, up the field. You got to stay in your lanes. You got to you got to play the run. Not only do you want those those sacks and that money, but you got to play you know team ball. And it appears from what he just Jonathan Grenard just said is that they're playing team ball. And boy, what a difference it makes! They couldn't the Steelers couldn't do anything. That was I was asked what's what was more surprising the way the offense played or the way the defense played on Sunday. And it was uh, I'm gonna go offense. Oh, offense. Yeah. Yeah, no question. Mm-hmm. That that Steelers offense is not that good. Uh, you got and you you throttled him. Austin Decula started and you gave up no sacks the second <laughs> week in a row yeah. against TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith. Yeah. 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 The way the offense played was a surprise. Yeah. Well, Christian came in too and he didn't give up any pressures either. No, Jaron Christian Nothing. did a nice job. No, no. Look, so, it's it's but, look, they weren't great. Well, what they did is they engaged long enough, and C.J. Stroud did a really terrific job of understanding timing in his head. It's just, the clock went off when it needed to go off. I mean, it was great. Yep. All right, 713-780-3776. You guys get in on the other side. 844 ESPN, 97.5 and 92.5. Time for me to talk about GiveMeTheVin.com, talk about John Clay Wolf, talk about selling your car, talk about a guy who's just – Awesome, awesome, awesome. He is really, really, really good at what he does. And what he does is he gives you more for your vehicle every single time. You're looking for the best way to get into that, uh, to get out of that vehicle. Well, John Clay Wolf is here for you. He will he will buy your car for more than what other guys will buy your car for. It's just what he does every single time. He sold, one day, he sold over 1,000 cars at auction. One day, one day. What does that take? Well, it takes a guy who's going to, you know what? We ain't haggling. What we're going to do is we're going to give you the most we can for this vehicle. I, I ain't got time. He ain't got time to haggle with you over how much he's going to give you. Here, take the money. 
He did that with me. He'll do that with you, especially the vehicle that, that we had. The car that Frankie had was just terrible. It was awful. And yet he was like, here, just here's your money. Let me have the car. I'm, I'm busy. I got more cars to buy. And this is what he's doing every single day. He's been doing it for, in the city of Houston forever. He's a guy you can trust. You're going to get your money right, right away, and you're going to get the most for it. All you got to do is go to GiveMeTheVin.com. You're selling your car. Go to GiveMeTheVin.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Insert random audio clip now. I knew which vegetables went together, proteins, temperatures, sauces. And when somebody new came into the restaurant to stage, I'd look at them like they were a competition, like I'm going to smoke this mother. Veritex Community Bank Studios. It's the offensive masterminds running an outside zone on your intelligence. John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, welcome back. 850 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Greatest week of the year, Greek Fest week, because Marcus from Orleans Seafood Kitchen is bringing food up to us. So it's the greatest week of the year. If you've never been to the Greek Fest over there in Montrose, it's awesome. So we will uh, we will tell you how to get there and whatnot in just a little bit. Marcus from Orleans Seafood. One of the great human beings. Much better person than Yanni. Much better person. Does Yanni bring us food? No. No. Because he's an a-hole. You always tell me about all these baked potatoes and fries and yeah, wings right. that he has, and, he and I never get nothing. to taste them. No, he's a jerk. Uh, Giovanni's been waiting. He wants to talk about the Texans. Hey, Giovanni. Hey guys, good morning. morning. I just wanted to know, um, I was looking at the Texans schedule and, you know, we got a couple, three easily winnable games and a lot of process. Do you think we have a shot of winning our division now that we're good again? (sighs) They're changing my mind. I mean, I actually said yesterday, well, you know, a wild card, so every team in the division is two and two. And, It'll be, you know, it's interesting to see if the Browns tank. Deshaun didn't play this week. He said, uh, and Kevin Stefanski said, he had like yeah. a severe injury. Yeah. Like he was in some severe pain. Couldn't go. So, you know, where is where are wild cards coming from? And there's a possibility, there's at least a possibility that one comes out it's of the so South. so early, but I'm just saying right now, I'm not going to rule out anything because the Titans just smashed the. I don't know what's going on with Cincinnati. That is a that is a big concern. If I'm Cincinnati, if Joe Burrow's poor play is not on his calf, I am really scared. If Joe Burrow's poor play is because of his calf, I am really bothered. So Buffalo, so it doesn't matter. So Buffalo, here's the here are the playoff spots before the season started. Buffalo, Kansas City, sure things mm-hmm. in in the playoffs. Bengals. Well, the Jets were until Aaron Rodgers. The Jets were, the so Bengals were. The Bengals were, and they they look like they could be yeah. out, right? So those were short. The, I guess those, those are the were, ones who most people were like, yes, uh, the Ravens are, are, are probably. The, the Ravens, Chargers, yes. Dolphins were all considered somebody from the South. Somebody from the South. Right. The Dolphins are still very much, yeah, very very much, much in it. In, in, in it. The Ravens are still very much in it, and the Chargers are in it. Although you know, he did we did have an an, an injury to, to Herbert. On but Broncos Sunday. don't, you know, Broncos and Raiders don't no. look like they're going to be factors. 
I don't know who's going to come up. Hey, Jonathan Taylor's coming back to the Colts. That's going to be interesting to see Taylor with like. Can you? They played some, okay. Can you get some Vince Young with? Look, so Vy wasn't a great passer, right? Lamar Jackson was a great passer his MVP year. In these other years, he hasn't been as good. But what you see is when you have a running game. Well, Lamar is really the a lot of has been the running game. But remember when Vy had Chris Johnson, and that was like they terrorized yeah. people because because. You had to worry about Vince on the backside. And you had to worry about, and that's when they did boot action. They weren't even doing zone read back then. You've got Anthony Richardson now with Jonathan Taylor. That's going to be really, really interesting. We never, I always wait for Tennessee to fall off, but Tennessee's got a pretty good defense. Uh, Jacksonville, frankly, has underperformed yep. up to this point, which is kind of normal. And then, who else am I missing from? Colts, ja- oh, us, the Texans. Yeah, right. So before the bye, the Texans have at Atlanta and versus New Orleans. Now, New Orleans is underperforming, quite frankly, at what they should be, where, where they should be. Derek Carr did not look good. Their their defense is not what it should be. Atlanta is coming back from London uh, with their tail between their legs, and and Ritter looked like what he looked like. Ritter, if they're three and three, or God forbid, four and four, four and two. At the break, it's everything that you thought and everybody thought about the Houston Texans is out the window. And after the break, at Carolina, winnable. Tampa Bay, they're playing much better. At Cincinnati, winnable. Arizona, winnable. Jacksonville, winnable. Denver, winnable. At the Jets, winnable. They've got a lot of winnable games. Will they win them? No. Are they winnable? Listen, when everybody looks at the Texans on their schedule, they go, oh, winnable. Well, that ain't the case no more. I mean, it's not just, oh, well, you're looking at them going, holy crap, that's a much better football team than we thought it was going to be. So, so there's, are they, are they, can they win the division? In one week, they've changed my mind. Last week, I was going, let's stop already. Let's, let's put the brakes on everybody. They won one game at Jacksonville. So let's slow down, everybody. In one and, week, and it's in changed one your week, mind? Well, the way that they looked on Sunday, it's trending. I just want to, I want to keep letting it play out because I don't know. Right now, it's like, uh, you know, it's like when you're watching a, a horse race, and every and like the Kentucky Derby, and it's just a mass, and it's everyone's going around the turn. You don't really like; it's just not very clear right now. I don't know. Right now, this feels like a big horse race where everyone's out of the gates of the same, and you're you're trying to get around the corner, and I don't know what it looks like nope. right now. I have no idea, like. I don't know what the Colts are going to look like with. I know they have a rookie quarterback who's going to make mistakes, but he also made some incredible plays and got them back in the game. And now they get Jonathan Taylor back. Jacksonville is better than they're playing. The Titans. I always want to write the Titans off, and, and yeah, then no. they always yeah. just kind of yeah. stick around. Let's get. And her- then the Texans are legitimately have the offensive rookie of the year candidate. I think he's the front runner. Uh, Nakua. What's his name? Nakua from the Rams. Uh, the Dolphins have a guy who scores six touchdowns in two oh, weeks. Oh, yeah. You know what? Yeah. Are you seeing Jimbo? What were you doing with Devin A-Chain? All A-Chain. A-Chan. He changed his name. He did? Yeah, he changed it last week. No, A-Chain. Sa- it's A-Chan. It's A-Chan. A-Chan? A-Chan. He wanted everyone to know after the four touchdown game. His name A-Chan. is Devin A-Chan now? Yes. A-Chan. 4chan? Yeah. No, that's not great for him. That's There's A-chan. also an 8chan, by the way. There's an 8chan, yes. But his name is 8chan, and he's got six touchdowns in two games. This yeah, is like Dell trying to rebrand with the new CJ Stroud is the rookie of the year. Not, this is like you rebranding uh, with... Tank is the second. No, he's not. Yeah, yeah. yeah Tank is second right now. If there's a player who's played about... 
35 to 40 snaps and has six touchdowns. Yeah. He's and Juice Grudge had to play. Slow down. Slow down. No, you slow down. Okay, maybe when he changes his name again, then we'll see. No, you slow down. A chain sounds a lot like A train. I'm going to call him A chain. I'm going to call him A chain. A train was kind of problematic. 300 plus yards for rookie six touchdowns. He's a front runner. Yeah, he's No, he's not the front runner. Not in my mind. Oh, I'm sorry. First quarter, first rookie quarterback to start since. Yeah. Since uh, Gardner Minshew to start Ab- his career. Let's take a vote right now. Running All right. back. Running Go, back. John, who's your pick? Uh, I got C.J. Stroud. I'll, I got C.J. Stroud. Who's guy, your pick, I'll Del? take the guy averaging over 11 yards per carry. Okay. Yeah, well, guess what? He's like the Yiner Diaz. People just need to tackle play him. him. Don't even play him. All right, what's going to happen he, when he starts getting Yiner tackled? He, <laughs> oh, catch him first. He's averaging more yards per rush than C.J.'s averaging per completion. Uh, the, oh, yeah. That, okay, in a small sample size. Thank you. data dread. Six okay. Terrible person. Six touchdowns. Thank yeah, you. Just go back to Miami. I never, I, Let's no, that's get RJ. Harumbi in here before we before we break. Hey, Harumbi. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir, guys. I was impressed with the Texas offensive line because I've been here through the Matt Shaw days and the David Carr, and I know what a, a line can look worse like. And I like how they've been protecting this young quarterback. They're going to make him feel better and more confident in them, too. So I think the defense took key to the offensive line, and they just played up to par. I'm, I'm done. Uh, Why is he going by Harambe? That's his name. It is? Yes. Well, wasn't that also yeah, so, the gorilla that got killed in Cincinnati well, name, or whatever? Well, that's Harambe. His Harambe. Harambe. Oh, okay. His name's Harambe. I thought he was like, you know how people give themselves radio names no, or whatever? No. I'm that, like, what? That's, 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 that's his name, Harambe. Okay. Okay, how, so that's real. My bad. How dare you? I like what he said. You did. Mm. You'll, mm. The Texans are, the Texans are, the Texans uh, no, are. No, 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 no. You insulted him a little I bit. I insulted who? Him because, he, because it says, well, it says Harambe instead of Harambe, but. Yeah. I, I, I didn't know phonetic, if he was I, phonetic, I phonetically spelled it. I didn't know if he was killing himself, if he was glossing himself. Who gives himself. themselves a gorilla's name? Well, if he wants to gloss himself, he can gloss himself. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. Was... Allison is really Allison. No one knows. What well, Allison? It's Alyssa. 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 Say it. That's what I'm saying. All right. What's the intern? See? You mean... All right. What's our intern's name? Isabel. <laughs> no, that's not her name. Jezebel. Oh. <laughs> no, that's not her name either. It's Abigail. Ryan. It's Abigail. Abigail. Okay. Ryan. I said Abigail. John Ryan. Goes, that's, that's not what it. a lot of girls are now. Yeah, but not Ryan. her. Uh, well, I, it's close. No, it isn't. It was kind of close. Something. Isabel. What's her name? Ab- Abigail. Abigail. Meet, meet the team. Abigail. Abigail. She, she uh, showed up at that boisterous event yesterday, handing out t-shirts to everyone. <laughs> yeah. I still don't remember her wasn't name. wasn't even open. <laughs> yeah. There was no... She was out... She was out at 7 in the morning. Our, no one's there. Our promo crew was out there 7 to 10 and like... The tournament didn't start till twelve. <laughs> yeah, nobody's here, but uh, they were there before the guy who opened the. They were there before Nick who opened the. That's right. We were all there before Nick. <laughs> nice know. job, Nick. All right, time nine o'clock here on ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five. Time to talk about Pro Dunk. ProDunk.com, ProDunk.com, the best, the best goal in the history of goals. It's not even arguable. When you got a Pro Dunk goal in your front yard, I mean, oh, on your driveway, and people know it. When you said the kids know it, the kids love to go play with uh, on the pro dunk. If you're somebody who who wants your, if you got especially if you got little kids, even the big kids though. JT loved his because you know lowered a little bit before he was able to dunk. You know, with at a ten foot goal, he would be practicing his dunks all the time at eight nine feet because they just have fun. The kids want to have fun, Dad. They can't have fun when you staple a basket. With the white backdrop backboard and it's chipping the paint and the rim is bent, that's not fun. 
Have the best goal you can possibly get with a drill now that can raise and lower the goal. Instead of cranking it yourself, look, you want the best goal. Your wife will love it. Your kids will love it. Everybody will love it. There's only one place to go. ProDunk.com. That's ProDunk.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, home of non-human intelligence. We're definitely not alone. Absolutely the data points empirically that we're not alone. Yeah. 